welcome to The Catch Up. My name is Danielle Price and I'm the founder of She Will Shine, a village for Australian female business owners to connect and support each other. On The Catch Up, we'll be bringing you an in-depth, no-nonsense look at the key areas of business. That's everything you need to know about and all brought to you by our experts here at She Will Shine. In the next few episodes, we're focusing on social media because whether you love it or hate it, it's impossible to ignore. Today we're talking Facebook advertising. It's been around for a few years, but it generates a heap of questions and a lot of confusion. But lucky for us, we've got Ange Pizzeridis from Social Media Mania, a fellow shiner and a social media guru. And Ange is on hand to guide us through the complexities. Ange, thanks for coming into the catch up today. Thank you for having me. Now I want to ask a very quick question. Why is everyone so scared of Facebook advertising? Ah, good question. <laughs> um, yes, a lot of us are scared of Facebook advertising. Um, it freaks out quite a few people. And I think the main reason for this is that people actually complicate Facebook advertising. So once you get your head around it, um, Facebook ad manager will actually become your best friend. Really? Yep, yep. <laughs> and this is what we're going to do today. <laughs> we're going to remove all that confusion and you'll um, realise that you can use Facebook advertising to your benefit to help your business grow. Um, So why do we need to advertise on Facebook when we've been using Facebook for free? Suddenly we need to start, well not suddenly, but we need to start paying for people to see what we're posting. Well, basically Facebook is where everyone's hanging out at the moment. So pretty much whether you're in the car or whether, you know, sitting in the traffic or whether you're waiting at the school run, um, everybody's online. So we're all scrolling through Facebook. So this is where people are being seen. And this is where, if you're wanting to advertise, where you probably need to start popping up into people's feeds rather than print. Print sort of, um, whilst it does cost a lot more, it's not as easily accessible to us at any point of time of the day as is um, our social media accounts. And I guess it's not as targeted. It's as not as Facebook targeted, either. no. So basically, with Facebook advertising, you have that opportunity to target your immediate audience and that's the biggest benefit of this. So by narrowing down to exactly who you want to be seen by um, is what's going to do the best thing for your business. So yeah, this is where um, advertising comes in. So speaking about audience, um, you're saying, you know, narrowing the audience down, but shouldn't we be reaching as many people as possible? Yeah, you can reach as many people as possible. Um, Your money will be well spent and Facebook will love you forever. But ideally, your potential clients are the ones that you want to start shouting out to. So when you start narrowing down your audience, they're the people that you want to be start speaking. They're the people you'll be speaking to. And that's the difference. And that way your money will go a lot further because you're actually speaking to the people that you want to resonate with. So it's not the people who are vaguely interested, it's the people no, who are actually interested. that's right. Yep, yep. And that's ultimately what you want to do. And that's sort of the difference between print media as well and Facebook advertising because print media, you know, whether, say, for example, you run a yoga studio, um, anyone could be reading that that book, that magazine, whatever it is, and not really in the yoga space. Um, so, you know, yep, you've already spent that money in, on that print advertising, whereas if you are marketing and ad through advertising, the only people that will see your ad are people that have got interest, if it's well targeted, in the yoga space. And ultimately, that's where your money will be spent. And so, you know, in regards to spending money, what's the difference between us using Facebook Ads Manager and us boosting a post? Okay, so boosting a post is good if you've got an event coming up. So basically, it's good for engagement and it's good for sharing. So if you have an event coming up, you can boost a post and it will get great reach. The difference between boosting a post and creating an ad campaign around the same event is that you cannot narrow your audience on a boosted post. So if, for example, you're wanting to spend $30 on a boosted post for a couple of days, 
you'll, press, you'll hit that boost button and that 30 bucks will go to pretty much every man and his dog um, because you haven't um, particularly narrowed that audience down. And you'll look at the stats and you'll go, oh, that's great, you know, we've got 30,000 reach and we've got 20 shares. That's all well and good, but how many of those people are your potential, potential clients? How does it actually convert? Yeah, so when you look at your ad though, if you spent that $30 on an ad and you narrowed it down to exactly the people that you want to reach, so the demographic, their interests and their behaviours, that $30 will only be spent when it gets reached out to the people to that really, yeah, you want to see. So, yeah. Yeah. so Angie, talk about targeting um, to, to, to narrow the audience. Yeah. What's the best way to actually do that? Okay, so to target your audience, you really need to research them first. So you need to know who your audience is. Um, quite often we think they're somebody and they're not. So by researching, we can get a greater idea of who our audience is and what they want to see from us. So detailed targeting is really key and that comes down to targeting the demographics, the behaviours and the interests in what our, our potential clients want to see. And that, that's regardless of whether you're a service-based industry or a product-based industry. That's really the key. So you are able to are you able to give us an example of that? Yeah. So for an example, we recently um, did some Facebook campaigns for a yoga studio. Now they're based in the inner west. Um, at some point earlier on in the year, they actually boosted an event, um, and again they got great reach. They got a couple of shares. I think they got something like twenty odd thousand reach for a two day event, uh, two day boost, um, which was great. But they didn't get any leads. That didn't convert to anything at all. Um, we wrote a Facebook campaign around the same event. Um, a month later, and we targeted the um, the ad right down to to the behaviours of the of the potential client, their interests. We even brought it right down to the income range that they were looking at, um, and they did get leads. They did get a, a better return on their money. Um, they spent thirty dollars on the booster post, and we spent thirty dollars on the Facebook campaign, and the leads came in through the Facebook campaign. And that was purely because it was targeted properly. Yep. So there is a big difference um, and if it's done right and, and that's where we say you always have to target, you always have to research your customer um, because otherwise if when we're sitting down to narrow our audience, if we don't know who our customer is and we get to, you know, um, what are their likes, what, you know, what, what are their interests, what do we do? Do we just put, you know, fitness space or do we narrow it right down to yoga, wellness, um, you know, whatever it might be, so, yeah. And so, you know, you mentioned that um, in regards to audience, there's no difference between product and service when you're narrowing down that audience. But is there a different approach in the way you advertise for a product or for a service? Um, it really depends because basically at the end of the day, you need to know what your objective is or what, what your outcome is from the ad. So, and that can come, basically, you need to test your ads as well. So you can, you can create an ad. And you need to be all over your ad. So you can create an ad, start it today, and if you're not getting any leads or it's not converting, you need to look at it and retweak it because what's happening is regardless of product or service, yeah, that your objective is different, but ideally the information that you're trying to get out to your customer still needs to be read and it still needs to resonate with them. So it's really important to, to test your ads as well and just be all over them. Just tweak them, look at them every day, um, pause them, you know, stop them if they're not doing well, rewrite it, maybe put a new image, you know, we have to make sure that our image is, you know, it, it will stop people in their tracks. So, you know, they'll, they'll be scrolling and all of a sudden they see this image, okay, okay, st I'll stop. You need to try and get the other person's 
attention you know mm, that you need resonates. to get that three seconds yeah, yeah 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 and I guess that's the beauty of Facebook advertising you can it's not a set and forget you can go back and that's tweak right. and, and it's pause got, and yeah and it's got all the tools that you can use you know when you're going to your Facebook manager or your business manager um, it's got the tools and it's got the features where you can actually go in and do all these things target your audience change your you know your imagery um, add a video you know use a carousel whatever it is whatever works for you um, you know if you've got Say, for example, you're a PT studio and you want to reach out to, to men and women, you know, maybe don't use the same ad. Use an ad that's completely targeted to the male audience and then use an ad that's completely targeted to the female audience. The same ad, different image, maybe, you know, obviously different um, interests as well. But it just shows that, you know, with the different ad set, you will still get, um, you will still reach your client. Yeah. But it's, you know, I mean, if a guy sees, say, for example, an ad, he might might stop because it's got something that doesn't really resonate with him, but it could be exactly the same ad um, with a, an image of a guy, you know, looking buffed and whatever yeah. it needs to be doing. Yeah. yeah, and so you know, in regards to that, should our call to actions on our ads be, you know, buy now, find out more, book now? Like, do we need to kind of get people interested, or do we need to put in the hard sell straight away? Well, it depends on the purpose of the ad. So, what do you want to achieve? What do you want? You know, do you want conversions? Do you want leads? What is it? Are you selling a product? You know, it just depends on what you want. So ultimately, we want to get more people on our, you know, more eyes on our brand. So in this case, you would run a brand awareness ad. Um, they don't necessarily um, track conversions, um, but it could be a better option here because that's what we want people to see. We want to be noticed, you know. So um, if you want traffic, if you want people to go through to your website, then, you know, run a traffic ad. Um, so it just depends on exactly, you know, what your purpose is of the ad. And I guess that would also mean, you know, whatever the purpose is, is how long it should run for and how much you should spend. Yeah. So basically the ad needs to run for as long as um, you feel it needs to run. So, for example, you need to, again, we track it daily, tweak it daily, and if you need to pause it, pause it. Um, it also depends on when you're running the ad. You know, you might run an ad today um, and then all of a sudden something big comes up in the news um, people's news feeds will get inundated and saturated with whatever's going on outside in the real world. So stop your ad because it probably won't get seen um, and then, you know, get it going again once you feel like your audience is back online and they're interested again. So. And I guess a perfect example of that is, is school holidays if you're exactly. targeting mums. Yeah. yeah, school holidays. Um, if you, you know, there's something, if you're in the, in the fitness space um, and there's a big, you know, if it's Mother's Day run um, and you're trying to run a little fundraising, you know, run on the same weekend, um, have a think about it because the Mother's Day run will probably start draining people's feeds and maybe just look at the timing that you're running the ad, maybe run it a bit earlier or, or whatever it is, so. Yeah, and what about how much we should spend? How much you should spend just depends on your budget. So, and you need to test your offers. So start testing your offers with $5, just a small budget and just see how it runs, see how it goes. If you need to add more money on it, add more money on it. Um, basically, you know, every industry is different. So your ad will be different per industry as well. Um, so what you can do is run um, a fewer ads with cheaper objectives. So for example, you know, if you want website clicks or page clicks, um, and if you've got a pixel on your website, you can get the information through the pixel of what's working best for you. Um, and then, like we mentioned earlier, just testing your audience with one or two different ads. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just following on from that, Ange, you mentioned a traffic ad and different types of ads. What are examples of those different types of ads? So, again, it depends on what your, what your objective is. So if you want traffic to come through to your website 
if you're a retail store and you want to start selling you know your product online then obviously you want people to go to the store so then you would run a, say a traffic ad to get people through to your website um, there are other ads for you know uh, engagement ads so if you want people to engage with with your posts it, it all depends basically on on what you want to do whether you want conversions or whether you want leads um, so if you go into your ad manager it will give you uh, maybe I think it's like six options there are a number of options but just choose the ones that work for you mostly and then you'll see exactly what you want to do and choose the right sale of ad so for example if you want to get more eyes on your brand then you'll run with a brand awareness ad you know, the narrowing in the audience and the targeting is, is pretty much the same on most of them. It's just the way the ad's carried out um, and some, sometimes also how the ad is perceived in the, in the feed as well. You mentioned the Facebook pixel. I know it's complicated, but are you able to give us a, just a brief run through of what exactly that Facebook pixel is and what it does? Yep. So Facebook pixel is is uh, like a code that is placed on, on your website and it will track visits to your page via your website and, and via your ads. So it basically helps you to track conversions from the Facebook ads. It will also optimise ads based on, on the data that's come through your ads as well. Um, it can help build targeted audiences for future ads. So the information that you extract from your pixel will help you to, to um, create newer ads down the track um, based on the information that's coming through. Um, as we mentioned earlier, if you don't research your customer, you won't know what they really want to see. This is a great way to see the truth, basically, to see what's coming in. Where's the information? You know, where are your leads coming from? And basically, it'll also help you to um, qualify leads. So people that have already been to your website or they've they've had some sort of action on your website, you'll be able to see all that through your pixel pixel um, code. So when you say you'll be able to see when people actually do come through, will yep. we see that in our Google Analytics? You can see through Google Analytics, but with the pixel with the pixel code, you'll actually see what's coming through through the Facebook realms, I guess. So um, the other good thing about pixels is. Um, you can see if you've got a competitor in the same space. Say you are a retail store um, and you have a competitor in the same space, you can go to their website and you can see whether they have a Pixel installed on their website as well. So this way you'll know whether they're, um, they're working on retargeting because um, retargeting is another huge area um, if you have a Pixel that you can start using the information for. So then you can see what are they doing. You know, If they're not retargeting, there's, then there's obviously a better chance for you to get more of that audience across to your business. Um, yeah, and it's um, when you feel like Facebook is stalking you when you see those ads come up. Go, hang on, I've been yes. to that website. I that's know what's right. going on yeah. there, and that's all the pixel. And that, and you know, you need to use that in your advantage. Use it. It takes you know all of you know a minute to install. If you can't do it yourself, you can just ask you know a web a web person to help you. But it really is important information, and it can be used you know to your advantage, or it should be used to your advantage. And when it comes to testing um, the ads and tweaking. Yeah. Is there, you know, you said two different audiences before, the male and the female audience in regards to the gym or the yoga studio. Yeah. Um, how, like, what should we be looking for in order to be able to tweak these results? Okay, so if you placed an ad and, and you haven't had enough reach, you haven't had much reach um, or you haven't had any leads or, or your clicks are, are costing you far more than what they should be, have a look at it and then go back into your interests and, and maybe narrow it even further down. So say, for example, you put your demographic as, you know, 18 to 40 and that's not really who you're targeting. So you should really bring that bring that right down because we shouldn't have any more than, say, 15 years between our audience. So that's where we should run two ads. So if you're running an ad and you want to target 
um, if you're a yoga student, you want to target mums. Um, run an ad that is targeted between, you know, 20 and, you know, 30. And then run a secondary ad. It could be the same ad, but just for a different audience set, you know, from the 20, you know, or wherever it is, a 30 to 45. Um, and that way your ad will be, re- it'll be sent out to two different audiences completely. And you could have the two different images. That yep, two different each images. Of those audiences. Um, yeah. And then again in that, when you're um, narrowing down your audience, you know, you can have the interests for the younger demographic. It can be, you know, it might be that they have more interest in, you know, play groups because they've got kids at school or whatever it is, but just bring it right down, you know, right down even to their income, what their income may be, you know, thinking about are they a stay-at-home, would they be a stay-at-home mum? Whatever the case is, obviously every case is different, um, but this is where if you run two ads and you're tweaking them constantly, you'll get, you know, better bang for your buck. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Angie, you've given us a lot to think about. I'm going to go out tomorrow. I'm going to create a Facebook ad campaign. What are the top three things that I need to keep in mind when I'm creating that? Okay, top three would be research your audience first, totally the top, because otherwise you're just wasting your money um, and you want to be heard by the right people. So absolutely is researching. It does take time, um, but just take the time out and do it. You'll only really have to do it once for your business initially and then um, you go from there and then use the pixel obviously for uh, to tweak it. Um, the other thing is... Um, basically choosing the right ad objective. So depending on your outcome, do you run a brand awareness ad, do you run an engagement ad or do you run a conversions ad? So choose the right one. And again, you can do this by testing. So test a couple of different ones and see which one works best for you um, and just go with the one that you get the best result for. The other thing is uh, fabulous ad copy and great imagery. So basically this is what will people will stop people in their tracks and stop them scrolling. So we want basically image interrupts. So we want people to stop and go, whoa, what is that image? It's just caught my attention. What's going on here? Um, and with that, you'd have an ad that converts. Um, before you know it, Facebook will be um, your bestest friend. Ooh. Oh, and if Ooh, I, I like add, the sound of that. If I can <laughs> add one more, put that pixel on your website. Oh, the Facebook yep. pixel. Use the All pixel. Right. Yep. So you've heard it here first. All right, let's run through these. We have um, research your audience. Yep. Make sure you have the right ad objective. Yep. Quality copy and imagery. That's music to my ears with imagery. <laughs> um, and make sure you've got your Facebook pixel, pixel installed. That's it, yeah. So that's four. Yeah, you've gone, that's four. You've gone I've gone rules. over, but the pixel <laughs> is definitely a standout um, just to collect all the information that we just spoke about. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, Ange. Thank you. I hope that was helpful. And, um, yeah, any questions, shout out. We're going to be going into more depth with Ange about Facebook advertising in an upcoming webinar. Plus, we're also going to be talking all things social with a panel of experts in the coming weeks. Head to shewillshine.com.au to find out more. And don't forget, if you like this podcast, subscribe and give us a rating over on iTunes. Finally, a huge thank you to Jen Kanick from Hello Treacle who produced this podcast. Join us next time on The Catch-Up.